Welcome to Uncomplicating Weight Loss and Life. I'm your host, Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, certified life coach, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help high-achieving boss women lose their weight for the last damn time and up-level their lives. When it comes to your health, weight loss, and this thing called life, I'm not saying it'll always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. If I were sitting across from you right now and I asked you how you're feeling, what would you tell me? Most people answer with a generic, I'm good, or I'm okay. But are you really good? Are you really okay? How are you actually feeling right now? I was working with a dating coach and One of the tools that we use is a tool that I happen to use with my clients as well, and it's called the emotions wheel. One of the biggest lessons I learned through this process with my dating coach was in order to bypass being overcome by my feelings and insecurities that come front and center when you put yourself out there to date after being off the dating market for so long and dealing with some pretty fucked up men, I was perhaps subconsciously refusing to acknowledge my feelings. I was always in my head and I was very methodical and very cerebral about how I was thinking about things, but never really talking about my feelings. And that was making it difficult for me to connect with people, not just romantically, but also When it comes to friendships and cultivating or maintaining friendships, something I've always struggled with. I'll probably do an episode about uh, my most recent experience with dating in the near future. If you all are interested in hearing about my shenanigans, but we're not talking about dating today. Today, we're talking about feelings and specifically how to feel better about yourself, about your life, and in general. So let me ask you another question. What do you really want in your life? If you think about it, when you ask someone what they really want in their life, they usually say something along the lines of, I want to be happy. And if you keep digging, most people think that they want to feel happy all the time because the idea of being happy sounds great. But what does it actually mean to be happy? While it will mean something different to every person you ask, the basic truth is this. Being happy is completely in your control. It has nothing to do with who your partner is, whether or not you have kids, what kind of job you have, what kind of car you drive, or what kind of house you live in. All of our emotions are created in our minds. And that includes happiness. This is why comparing yourself, comparing your life to someone else's is completely pointless and extremely harmful to your emotional health. Think about it. If happiness or any emotion came from outside of us, every conventionally wealthy person would be happy and fulfilled because they have all the things. They can afford all the things that they want, right? 
Have you ever watched one of the Real Housewives shows? I watch a few of them. I watch uh, Potomac, obviously, because I live here, um, Atlanta, and Miami. And the Miami franchise specifically is so lush and so fabulous. And from the outside looking in, these women appear to have it all. Yet, all of these women don't look happy to me. Why? Because material things, outside things, cannot make us feel happy. When a lot of my clients first come to me and I ask them what they want to accomplish during our time together, they often have this thought error, this idea of, well, once I'm thin, I'll be happy. Okay, so would you rather be thin or would you rather be happy? Think about it. Do you believe that being thin means you'll be happy? And if you don't want to be thin, replace it with whatever it it is that's relevant to you, like wealth. Would you rather be wealthy or would you rather be happy? What is the reason? Is the reason you want to be thin so badly because you believe that thinness means happiness? Is the reason you want to be wealthy so badly because you believe that wealth means happiness? If you were happy, would you care so much about being thin? Do you know anyone that's thin and miserable? Do you know anyone that's wealthy and miserable? Of course you do. We all do. Even for those of us who lost weight by going on those crazy-ass diets in our 20s, right? I mean, yeah, sure, I was thin when I look at my old photos, when I was doing the master cleanse and I was doing the South Beach diets and Atkins and whatever the fuck. But what about the happiness that was allegedly supposed to come with being thin? I mean, where was that? Because my 20s were fucking miserable. And sure, I felt that shot of adrenaline when I could fit into those jeans. But fitting into those jeans wasn't really making my life any better. I was still a hot mess in those jeans. And this happens with so many of us when we set a goal, an intention, a resolution, right? We convince ourselves that as soon as we achieve it, everything will be great. One of the questions I ask my clients during our onboarding call is, what will be different when you lose weight? And what will be exactly the same? And you can ask yourself this for any goal. What will be different when you get married? What will be different when you make your first million dollars? And what will be exactly the same? The reason this question is so powerful is because it shows you that the only reason why any of us ever want anything in life is because of how we believe we will feel when we reach that goal. Maybe you want to be thin because you believe it will make you happy. Whatever it is that you want in your life, it's because you believe that you will feel better in the having of it. So we need to identify how do you really want to feel? Would you say, I just really want to be happy? Or I just want to be excited? Or I just want to be at peace? What exactly do you want to feel? Now ask yourself, what do you think would give you that feeling? 
as you're answering this question, is your answer something external? Something outside of you that you need to achieve or you need to buy or you need to accomplish? Or is it something that you can create in your mind? If what you really want in your life is to feel a certain way and you think you need all these external things, so you've been chasing external things and they haven't gotten you to the place that you want to be, to the feeling that you really ultimately want to feel, then you can start to understand that the only way that you can really feel what you want to feel is by controlling the thoughts in your mind and deciding to deliberately, intentionally think what you want to think. That is how you can create any emotion you want. That's how you can create happiness. That's how you can create excitement. That's how you can create peace. Whatever feeling you most want to feel, that is how you create it. Just like everything you want to do in your life and everything you want to have in your life is because of how it will make you feel, the same is true for everything you don't want to do in your life. This is why emotional management is part of my signature framework that I teach my clients. I teach them how to feel all of their emotions because if you're willing to feel any emotion, there's nothing you're not willing to do. Think about the things you avoid in your life. You avoid certain things because you don't want to feel something. A lot of you avoid the gym, avoid exercising, because you don't want to feel sore. You don't want to feel tired. You don't want to feel insecure. You don't want to feel lost or confused because you don't know how the machines work. So if you're willing to feel any emotion and you really get good at feeling your emotions, then you can go into any situation and be fearless because there is no feeling that you are unwilling to feel. And you also know how to create positive emotion so that you can feel positive emotions whenever you want. Here's how you feel the emotions that you want to feel. Think about that emotion. So if that emotion's happiness and you really get clear on what happiness feels like in your body and you really understand why you want to feel happy, then you ask yourself, what would I be thinking If I was feeling happy, you're probably going to say, well, I don't know. So think about it more. When you think about what would make you the most happy, what do you believe would really, without a shadow of a doubt, make you happy right now? Write down what thought you're thinking when you let your mind go there. And that thought is something that you could choose to think right now. Imagine if you won the lottery. You would be feeling excited before the money even hit your account, wouldn't you? Once you heard the news, you'd be making plans for the money. You'd be thinking, my life is going to be so amazing now. I'm going to be able to do all the fun things I want to do. I'm going to buy all the things that I've always wanted to buy. You'd be feeling happy before anything external even changed yet. It might take weeks to get the money in your account, but the feeling would still be there. Why? Because your feelings come from your thoughts. I'm pretty sure if you won the lottery and it took two months for you to get the money in your account, you wouldn't say, I'm going to hold off on feeling happy and excited until I see the money. 
when I log into my bank account. I mean, maybe some of you would. Most of us, though, wouldn't. Your feelings come from your thoughts. But the secret to being happy is not to think happy thoughts. Let me be very clear. It's not what I'm saying here. That's actually dumb. (laughs) If you don't believe your happy thoughts are true, then you will not feel happy. You will not feel better. This is where a lot of people go wrong when it comes to affirmations. They have to be believable or your brain will reject it. If you think happy thoughts and believe them, then and only then will you feel happy. That is the secret to all of this. That is the secret to feeling great. And that is the secret to being happy. Every emotion that you experience is because of a thought you're thinking. Everything you feel is a choice. Now, I'm not suggesting that you should want to feel happy all the time. You probably shouldn't and you won't. Sometimes you don't want to feel happy. When someone dies, we don't want to feel happy. When someone we love is in pain, we don't want to feel happy. We want to feel grief when someone we love dies. We want to feel sad and empathy when someone's in pain. We want to feel neutral sometimes. We want to feel all the feelings accessible to us. I recently learned that there are 27 categories of emotions. That's a lot of categories. And we get to decide in every moment how we want to feel. It's not something that somebody decides for you. It's not something that something outside of you decides for you. And it's not something that someone can take away from you. Your ability to choose how you want to feel about anything is your superpower. An exercise I like to do with my clients that you can do for yourself is the top three feelings exercise. I'm going to walk you through how to do it. Grab a pen and a notebook or come back to this moment in the podcast so that you can do it when you're in a quiet area because this does require a little bit of thinking. You're going to write down the three most common feelings that you have on a daily basis. These three most common feelings might be three negative feelings, and that's okay. We're not judging here. That's totally normal. The most common ones I hear are overwhelmed, frustrated, and anxious, and that's okay. If your top three feelings are anything like that, that's just the reality of right now. Stay with me. We're going to work through it. Once you write down your top three feelings, you're going to ask yourself, what are the main thoughts that you're having that are creating these top three feelings on a daily basis? Why do you think you're having these feelings? What do you think this says about your life? What would need to happen for you to change these feelings? Next, you're going to ask yourself, what are the three feelings that I want to be having every day? If you haven't seen the feelings wheel, you can Google feelings wheel or emotions wheel. That'll really help you with this exercise. I want you to picture all the feelings from the feelings wheel on a silver platter and you get to choose three. 
What feelings would you choose to feel every day? Some of mine might be inspired, calm, confident. Next question. How do you believe your life would be different if you lived from the feelings you want instead of the feelings you have? So for example, if I deliberately think about things that I feel confident to do and I deliberately think thoughts that create confidence for me, then I can feel confident more often. It's a feeling that I can create for myself with my thoughts. I feel confident about the goals that I set for myself because I believe that they will come true, that I will do the work necessary to have the results that I want. When I think about those results that I want, I start to feel confident because I believe they will happen as long as I don't give up. Going back to how we started the episode with happiness. If you want to be happy, that's completely your choice. There's a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And in the book, he talks about how we are evolving as humans. And if you've been listening to me for a while, or if you're a client of mine, you know I talk a lot about making decisions from our prefrontal cortex versus our primitive brain. And if we think about how our ancestors many generations ago used to live, they had to worry all the time in order to survive. They had to always be on edge and stressed out. Otherwise, they would die. Having insomnia was a good thing because staying awake helped them survive. Being stressed out and worried was a necessity in order to make it out alive. Now, in modern times, we don't have to sleep with one eye open or be on high alert the way our ancestors did centuries ago. But we still have those same genetic predispositions in a modern world where it's completely unnecessary. So one of the things the author talks about in The Big Leap is that we have to evolve into being able to endure happiness, to be able to practice and stay in happiness. Because it's not something that we've had a lot of practice doing as a human species. So if knowing that feeling happy is all about the thoughts that you're thinking, that means you can practice being happy until it becomes a habit. If your mind is filled with negative thoughts and negative clutter, it's going to be really difficult to feel happy. That's why You'll want to do this exercise so that you can clean out your thoughts. We call this mental hygiene, and it's just as important as your physical hygiene. And this, my friends, is how we transform our lives. This is the work. If this is something that you want to learn more about, I go deep, real deep, into feelings work, mindset work, emotional management, and nervous system regulation with my one-on-one clients. We go way beyond fitness and nutrition. Those are the two easy parts to address. We go really deep because that's how you get a transformation and that's how you change your life. So you can either click the link in my show notes or go to my website to apply to be one of my VIP clients. I'm here to help you create the body and life you've always wanted. And that's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. To learn more about how to work with me, go to eva.fit and click on the work with me button. 
While you're there, be sure to check out my free weight loss resources so that you can get a jumpstart on your journey. I'll see you there.